2: What's up, everybody? Maddie C Sports for you and me. Uh, We've got another MMA guy here. Uh, This guy's 4 0, correct? Yes, that's correct. uh, We got Eddie George in the house, uh, Connecticut fighter, and been making a good name for yourself pretty much. Um, The last I saw you, believe it or not, I saw you at CES 63, you know, um, John Doomsday's uh, fight card. Yep. And um, yeah,
0: back in August.
2: Yes, from and from what I remember, uh, you did some damage to your uh, your opponent, uh, Tony Jackson. That was a good. That was a good one. I was like, "Oh, this kid's for real." And um, I appreciate and it. Thank you. Then I was um, I was told by an, uh, one of my producers of my show. He was like, "Yo, this guy Eddie George is uh, he? He'll be interested because uh, he trained with Nick Newell, right?" I
0: do. Yeah, I train. I'm one of uh, his pupils. So. I come from under his lineage um, in MMA. You're a
2: good guy to have lineage with, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, real knowledgeable, not just, not just in the, the art of fighting, but just the overall realm of MMA. You know, he's uh, been around for a while. He, you know, he's well-known, well-liked, and, you know, on top of being able to, uh, on top of being a good fighter, so, you know, he, he comes with a whole package as a coach. So, very blessed.
2: Yeah, and you yourself—you so you're four and you're four and old oh pro, and then you're you're pretty much on an eight fight win streak, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I haven't uh I haven't lost a fight. My
0: the last time I lost was in like 2017. Oh, that's a long time for sure. <laughs> that's a long <laughs> time. I was like, I said, can I swear on here or No. absolutely
2: yeah okay
0: yeah back in 2017 i was like fuck that this i'm done with this losing shit (laughs) and that was it
2: yeah um and it was the fight i saw you i was like yep he's this dude's gonna really show some people up and since i saw you you did and that was uh august 20 was it 21 yeah 21 something like that yeah uh, yeah and um you know, there was, that was a stacked card too. I mean, you had John Doomsday, you had Carlos Candelario, um, who's now with the UFC. Mm And, um, you know, how do you, how do you feel like where your, where your direction is now? And I mean, do you have a fight coming up soon?
0: I don't have anything coming up. There was some talk, um, for me to fight, you know, in the first quarter of the, of this year, uh, as of right now, there's nothing like signed, no scheduled, um, so I'm just uh, training hard, getting my skill set better. So the last time the last two times I fought I fought in August that you saw and I fought again less than a month later in September. Um, and after that I just really wanted to take some time to really level up my skill set. So ending last year, starting this year, I really took a lot of time to focus on you know getting better and leveling up because I wanted to go from the guy that people watch and say, oh, He has a good trajectory. Like, he could be really good one day Till the next time I fight, people say, this is, like, a UFC-level guy or a contender series-ready, like, level guy. Um, I really want to show a good development in my skill set. So, really been honing in and focusing on my craft so I can do that when the time comes. And
2: and didn't you have long hair at one point? I used to have a
0: mullet. (laughs) I used to have a mullet, yeah. Funny, I I made my pro debut...
2: say what he's like what happened man <laughs> um
0: i had to switch it up you know i had the mullet for like two years um i started my pro career with the mullet i had two fights yeah my first two fights i had the mullet and then i feel like you just you gotta you gotta keep it keep evolving you can't just stay stagnant with the same thing whether it's a style or anything um you know i saw people asking me about it and bringing it up to this day even though i don't have it but now I, I cut that off. I grew a nice beard. So I'll, I'll rock this for maybe two years and I'll switch it up again. Who knows? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm doing the beard thing myself. I know. So. I but see it, bro. It's, it's nice. It's going. It's going. I, I bought all the shit and it's like, what's, is this, is this shampoo going to affect my hair? Like, is this going to, it ain't going to do shit. <laughs> you get, do you do the,
0: so you do the conditioning, like the beard oil and all that stuff?
2: I mean, I, I tried it, and I was just like, like my wife was like, oh, try this. I'm like, I don't need all this shit. I don't need accessories. Like- <laughs> really? You're a better man than me. I got sucked into it. I don't know if I need
0: it either. but I, I, do, still- <laughs> do,
2: the, I do the beard oil, actually. Do That's you? the only thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. So- well, I also swim. Um, as like some of my, like a part of my conditioning piece, I'll swim once a week for like 90 minutes. And the chlorine, I feel really like dries out my beard. So with the conditioning and like the oil, it really helps keep it like like looking like healthy. Um but yeah, I'm I'm with you. It's probably all bullshit. <laughs> Just a way to make money off of people, you know.
2: And I, I noticed that you you know you fought a lot with CES as of late. Um, and you've also fought cage titans, which I've covered numerously so far. So I mean. Yeah. Between those two, do you have a respect for both? Of course.
0: You know, the Birchfields, uh, junior and senior, they're great guys. They took me under their wing when I went pro. I actually signed a uh, a six-fight deal with them when I went pro. That's why I've, I've done all my pro fights under C- the CES name, um, which I love. You know, they're, they really know how to uh, run a show. Great promotion. They've been in the game for a long time. Um, a lot of a lot of great talent has came out of that, that show. Uh, and I, I got nothing but great things to say about Paul bear as well. You know, I fought for him two times. Uh, once, but the last time I fought, uh, at cage chances for their, their title at, at lightweight as an amateur. And, um, you know, he's a great guy. He knows how to take care of fighters. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I have nothing but great things to say about both promotions and both promoters, uh, is, you know, I I loved fighting in Plymouth. It's kind of a drive, but it's all good, you know. Was, but CES is, uh, you know, was the one to like try to get me under their wing as I was going pro. They they saw like they have an eye for talent. and They wanted to scoop me up, and I was more than happy to do that with them. Uh, and just to grow with with their brand, and then you know when the time comes to, you know, go into the UFC contender series and you know continue my journey.
2: And in in both um, promotions are definitely stepping stones into the UFC. They'll get you there pretty quickly. A hundred percent. And, and um, you know, like you said, the Birchfields, I, they're nothing but respectful. They take care of, like, the media. They take care of you guys. And and it's funny, mm-hmm. the first time I ever went to a presser was at um, Jimmy's Restaurant in Longmeadow. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I go in there and I'm like sitting there and I'm like this older I I never met Jimmy senior and I'm like okay like this is Jimmy senior he's like and he's just chilling and then he's all of a sudden he goes it's like yeah uh are you gonna eat like and I was like is is he like pissed does he want me to eat and like I get in like and then I was told more about him and that's how he is he's just like stern to the point like type of stuff where Jimmy Jr. is more like going to everybody like how you doing like all this stuff yeah. so I respect both and Jimmy Sr. was with Vinny Pazienza and like all that stuff
0: and it's, it's so cool like seeing those guys that hang out because they're so old school Italian and you feel like you're oh, in like yeah. a old pop mob- I mean. like <laughs> movie <laughs> every and time that's I see it yeah, every time I see Cena he gives like the slap on the cheek and like the in <laughs> the hug one night. I'm like, "Oh man,
2: <laughs> this is fucking cool." And and it's funny like uh, I think um, I don't know if you're part of that card, the one with Shelly Vincent was on the card. And she she Oh yeah, it was it was her Kendrick Ball was Oh no, that's Box. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. But yeah, the, it's funny stuff because he's like he'll walk with like the the people he knows, and I'm like he's walking with like <laughs> the other opponent. I just think it's funny that he does that. Yeah, with the, with the fighters he respects and stuff. And I I really like my first inter like my first time being there with you know you guys were there. I think you had already left. I was gonna interview you, but it was just I'm like sorry, you brought, I, what oh, a dick. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, man. There's other people that, that are like in are you you're talking about. Say that again? That was back in August. You're yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think you I think you just grounded and pounded and then you uh headed out. But it but it was those fights were so quick that night. Like there were so many quick fights until about where Candelario was fighting and then it ended up with doomsday was a little wild. Yeah, Doomsday, I
0: it went, that went the distance, right? My memory's not that good.
2: Um, yeah, he, he won was, by decision.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. It was, a, it was good for Actually, I was in the back for a while. I didn't leave, leave. I was in the back hanging out for a while, just uh, talking with some people. Um, and then uh, my, my manager was there, uh, Tyson Chardier and Calvin Cater and Rafan. So I was, like, I was hanging out, talking with them for a little bit. Um but I ended up coming oh, out. Great.
2: Tom, Tom fight
0: fought that night too. Tom, uh, Tom and Nick Fury, Yeah. Tom Pagnet yeah. as well, as well as Nick uh, Fury. They both fought. The, uh, the we're cartel. In the same, yep. We're all in the same match. I'm not a cartel, but we're all, we're all one big happy family. Top yeah, game, baby. It
2: look, it looks like that, man. Like you guys roll in Vegas, you guys like, you know, around here, you guys are like in one flock and, I, if I remember right, like during that fight where you were there, the whole, there was like three rows of just cartel shirts on for Tom and just regular. Those hats are dope or right there, those cartel hats. I'm, I'm a hat person, so I wear like a new one every time we want a show. So, oh, for real? You got to get your cartel hat if you don't have one. I know, but they, they don't have the OG one. So I was like, oh, I got to wait for that. Oh, no. Oh, see, I'm not really a hat person. I'm not not You gotta, you gotta rep that mullet, man. <laughs> That's <it.
0: laughs> rep the mullet, rep the fade. Well, you know what it is? I, I, I'm superstitious on like if I wear a hat, it's gonna make me go bald. So, and I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to do that. So I, I don't.
2: I thought the same thing, you know. I was like, and, and then I gave it the test. So I was like, are right, you growing symmetrically? You don't got a hole somewhere. Like you're good. <laughs> <laughs> But so, yeah, I gotta
0: be careful. It runs on both sides of my family. So I, I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. I'm good.
2: Yeah.
0: It's happening eventually. It's inevitable, but maybe I'll try to wait it out.
2: <laughs> so what, so Eddie, what got you started in this game? Like, did you start in from a boxing standpoint? Did you start from a kickboxing Muay Thai? Like, or is it just, you started in MMA just in general? No.
0: So, um, when I was like a young kid, I dabbled in like traditional martial arts and whatnot, and like um like kind of dabbled in boxing for a little bit. Um, but nothing to the point where I would say it it like was serious enough to where I could call it like developing a skill set. you know, I just gained a little bit of knowledge of what it is um And then I wrestled for a good majority. I started wrestling when I was 13 years old. Yeah, 13 years old. So I I have more of like a wrestling background. And then um, I started training MMA under Nick. I signed up at his gym at like end of 2016. And then I didn't start training. I didn't start training till the beginning of 2017. um, Because I was... uh, a slack, lazy piece of shit. And I was like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give it a year to like focus. And I had like my first amateur fight six after six months of training under him. And uh, yeah, just started building momentum. Like my first two amateur fights, they were losses, but I was building momentum. You know, I, I realized that I had potential to be good, just had to keep getting better. And uh, so I stuck with the course and trusted the process, you know. That b- led me to where I am today. You know, if you would if people had asked, you know, a long time or years ago, if I'd be here, they'd probably say, "No way," because I was an O and two amateur, um, with like a wrestling background that was kind of goofy striking, but I could fight naturally. So I just had to learn how to develop and hone everything in and smooth it out, which I'm still working on to this day.
2: Well, it's it's funny because like. Your record doesn't go from the wrestling; it goes from you knocking motherfuckers out, and you know, and and just ground and pound like whatever it may be, strikes. Like you're pretty much boxing the shit out of people and beating the shit out of them. And yeah, it I, like I, you I, don't have to I, go on the ground.
1: Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit.
0: I'll be real with you though. Like a lot of that is from wrestling. Cause like, I'm a very explosive guy. Um, you know, I, I know how to like run my feet. Like I could finish, I could take people down. I could do all this stuff, but my ability to explode transfers over. Cause once I learned how to have a good base with my, my punches, it, I I I really learned the, like how to finesse like sitting down on my punches, and that's how I was able to develop this like knockout power and just like hit people, and they'd be like, "What the fuck was that?" Um, you know, I feel like wrestling plays a big part in that, um, just being able to explode. But I have a lot more that that I can display that I don't show, like my ground game and whatnot. I you know, I enjoy to to strike. I enjoy punching and kicking and. So, I like I prefer to keep it there, but don't get it twisted. I can, I can grapple. I can jujitsu, uh,
2: <laughs> all that stuff, just as well. And that, and that's a part of the game that like you know, somebody's thinking, oh, like his background is is grappling and wrestling, and then they don't they underestimate your stand up or your your power or your speed. It's like it's a it's a game sometimes, like it's a game of chess and that's what's amazing like MMA has definitely been a big up for me because like 90% of the people I've talked to that are in the MMA game they're like the nicest people like they they're out for blood on the on, in the octagon but they're real people outside of it like there's not a dickhead i've met yet <laughs> yeah no i I was actually
0: having, as, as funny as I was having a conversation like that with um, a buddy of mine. And uh, you would think that, because, like, kind of like a, a not a blood sport, but like, kind of looked at it like like dog fighting or cock fighting, you would think there'd be these like asshole, like quick to fight anywhere people. But at the end of the day, a lot of us, we, it's all mutual respect. And, you know, even though we're fighters, we're at the same time martial artists. Um, and no one has like vendettas or trying to do like dirty stuff, um, yeah. which I like because like, every time I step into the cage, I have nothing but the worst intentions. Um, but then when it's over, I, it's, it's like I still have like I have nothing but tremendous respect for the person that just got locked into a cage with me. You know, when I'm not saying we're going like to hang out and stuff, but
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I yeah. be more like have any type of like, you know, help them out or, you know,
2: be there, like be cool with them, you know? Yeah. And, you know, this is this new, this CES coming up. um Actually, I got Billy Goff on my show tomorrow and oh. another Connecticut, another Connecticut dude. Like, so yes you you guys in Connecticut are really fucking shit up, you know, like you guys are like expanding the game where you know Carlos I had Carlos Candelario on my show twice and yeah you know the kid is just like I'm like his mind does not stop about about fighting and it's just like you know but I, I respect that he um you know he if he knows something's wrong health wise he won't just go in just because he's in the ufc like with a bruised foot or like a or something i'm just using that as example but like yeah yeah, yeah. you know like it's it's crazy what do, like you what know. do you mean by that like
0: because I'm, I'm i'm a person that prioritizes rest and recovery are you saying it adds in a way like he listens to his body more than a lot of other people that you've
2: spoken to in the past more about that you know there's there's guys that will you know jump jump in and you know and just go because they're in the UFC like Dana gives you a fight you're going like you know say they're fighting them in Vegas and it's like well I'll go because I'm in Vegas or whatever they're not thinking about their their health like say you had a bad elbow or something and you know okay well I'm going like he asked me to fight this dude and like this dude is ready to go and he's, he's full help. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. Like like that's the top game. You're not just making a decision like that to, to um, have anything like that happen, you know? So, I mean, do you, do you yourself like go against that too? Like not, not push yourself to go even with a, like an injury like going on like that? Yeah. Well, like it's, it's pretty normal,
0: like during camps to get banged up, and, like, minor injuries and, like, stuff like that. Um, pretty much almost every fight I've gone into, I've ha- sustained some type of injury. Not major, but injury, like, during a camp. Uh, with that said, if it's something serious, I I won't, you know, I've had to pull out of fights two times before. Like, in the beginning of camps because of serious injuries, I broke my... Uh, I broke my left hand, uh, one time. Uh, and so I had, to. it was like the second week of a camp and uh, it was like eight week camp. And so I had to pull out of that. And then I had a stress fracture on my foot once. Um, and I was able to use it for six weeks. I was like, ah, I can't really do anything about that. So stuff like that, hundred percent, I won't, I won't just ignore it and try to tough down and be an idiot. Uh, cause I, I think longevity, but like small things, like if, if, my body's like not right, I'll take the rest and recovery that I need, but little bangs and minor injuries, I'll, I'll tough through it.
2: Yeah. yeah that's, that, that's cool, man. And like I said, it, it takes a lot for some guys to, you know, not, not have the pride before the, you know, thinking about their longevity. Like you said, that's the perfect word for it yeah. about your longevity, because you might just re-injure that and then never fight again, you know? A hundred percent.
0: That's something I always work. So I really, really focus on my recovery for that exact reason. I have a mobility coach I see weekly that I'm constantly getting like my joints like moved around and getting put through, through like end range of motion strengthening and making sure like everything is moving well. And if it's not moving well from training, assessing that and correcting that problem and then getting the body moving with it again. You know, I, I'm sponsored by a, a company called I cryo. I don't know if you ever heard of it. They do the uh, Yes. That is that the freezing
2: stuff?
0: Yeah. So they have cryo mm. chambers it's not the one where your head sticks out. It's a whole enclosed area. Um, and do they, so they do the cryo chambers as well as a bunch of other things, a lot of red light therapy, um, so I, I, I'm i there doing that at least once a week, usually two to three times a week along my mobility coach. So I really, really, I'm a type of athlete that prioritizes recovery to the 10th degree um, because as an MMA fighter, a professional MMA fighter, as a, and a professional athlete in general, you really put your body through the ringer. So if you're not taking the time to fix all those wrongs, then you're going to burn out. You know, no one can sustain yeah. training hard over and over and over again. It's it's unrealistic. You know, the people that do, they walk around all busted and crippled within 10 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I love the fight. So I want to be able to do it as long as I can. I want to be able to fight professionally, you know, competitively. I mean, so I'm, you know, 40. So I have to make sure I prioritize my, recovery on that uh, you know it's very very important and i have a daughter that i need to be able to run around with so i i stay on top of that
2: reason uh, i know that feeling man i got a daughter too and she's like a ball of energy so it's it's definitely good It works, it's good for your cardio <laughs> yeah i love it how old is your daughter if you don't mind me asking
0: no um she's almost three and a half Nice. My daughter's gonna be two at the end of this month. So I understand what you mean by the ball of energy. you are ready for the
2: the fury of energy. <laughs> uh, um, so the good thing about CES too is that well, now they just came back to Rhode Island for this <laughs> next one. But I mean they were pretty much close to your home. I mean, they were going to Hartford, they were going to Springfield, and I was like, God damn. It. Like that that fight that I went to, I'm like, shit. It's like two and a half hours to go to friggin' Springfield. And I'm like, Yeah.
0: That was a cool little
2: it was a cool venue. I really enjoyed fighting at the Mass Mutual Center. Though it was Yeah, it was was interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I like the setup. I liked, you know, the name that carried with it. You know, it was it was really cool. I would love to fight there again. Um, but yeah, they're having at uh, the Twins River Casino. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, Yeah. yes. that's where my, I made my pro debut, actually.
2: Oh, no kidding, yeah. It yeah. Was, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty cool venue. I heard nothing but good things about it because it's, like, just the right size for an MMA event. Yes, yeah, it's a good size ballroom. And there. like you said, it was so weird. It was uh, the boxing tournament that was uh, – what am I saying? Tournament. They call it a holiday bash for the boxing with CES – and it was uh-huh. so funny because we're walking. I'm walking through, and just before like the boxing ring, there's like a little space over here, and they were selling Christmas trees before the fights. <laughs> what like, the some f- ran, <laughs> so, some random like company was selling these like elaborate trees? Like I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like that is the wildest, most random shit ever. Did you get a tree? W- <laughs> no, no, no. no. I was there for a different reason, but it was great though. They treat the media so well over there, and so does Cage, Cage Titans. Does like amazing for, like I consider them like a family orientated like style. Not that CES isn't, but like it's no, I, more.
0: But they 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 are, if the standards right here, they're both above the bar. Yeah, not 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 crapping on any other promotion in the New England area. But I agree with just saying like they know how to run a show
2: and they know how to like
0: make the fighters feel good
2: and i mean you guys fight like because i heard about like the territories part not really so much a territory but like other promotions that are like like cage titans or ces or other ones that are in the area like they don't tend to like have all their fighters like come into one like they won't have you fight somebody out of cage titans unless you go to cage to, like, have a big event. Like, I think they should make, like, that type of deal happen.
0: Can you explain that a little bit? I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to understand. Like, what do you mean by the territory? You mean, like, they're, uh, like, like, how cage titans has their, like, their golden people, whatnot, and, like, CS has, like, their, like, their main people, and they don't fight. Well,
2: sort of like that, but more along the lines of, like, you know, it would be great if like they could both in- interconnect for like like some sort of event where it's not just the top CES guys fighting each other all the time. It could be the tage- cage fighting guys fighting all the time and just cross promote. Like I yeah. wish they would do something I- like that. I
0: like that. So I I like that idea. I and I agree with you. What would you say? Would you? So I think this when it gets into the pissing match where the promotions gonna be biased, I'm like, okay, we'll have your guys come over here and say, oh, well no, your guys should come over here. Right. You know what, what you what do you think? Like the Cage Titans guys should come over and fight under C at CS, or you think the the CS guys should go fight under the Cage
2: Titans? So I, I would say more along the lines of so say in a boxing sense, say Mayweather promotions works with Golden Boy promotions which I think happened at one point and they just combined both for like a big, like a big ass event,
1: you know?
0: Like a mutual mutual thing, a mutual, it's not going to be held in Plymouth. It's not going to be held at one of the usual CES places, like a different place, just
2: merged together, something like that. Yeah. Like say they fight at DCU center in Worcester. Uh Uh-huh instead of like, you know, mass mutual in Springfield or Hartford or, you know, I just think like, it would be a good event. I I wish I could be part of that (laughs) situation. I
0: like that. Sure, let's do it. I'll fight Joe (laughs) (laughs) Gianetti.
2: I don't know what it is with people with Joe Gianetti, man. It's fucking, it's funny. Cause like, I'm not going to say names, but I mean, in another division, and people didn't know that he fought somewhere completely different that nobody knew about. He fought right. in the Midwest.
1: Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News and World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.
2: And lost twice. And then he fought cage titans. And, like, you know, he's pretty well-liked there. Except some fighters aren't big fans. I won't say who. But um yeah, I mean I, I don't know him myself, but like in a in a media point of view, he seems like an alright guy.
0: Yeah, I've never had a um I don't think we've even ever said hi to each other, so but I said that because he's a top dog for cage titans mm-hmm. and uh in my weight class. So that's just the first name that pops in my head. If you give me if you give me five minutes, man, I can think of another person. But as far as like their guy in the my way class, off the top of your head, can you think of another person real quick? Hmm. Two seconds, five,
2: four, three. I
0: don't two, know. Would you fight what what is he again? Fucking I got it right here. No, no, I mean like their their guy, not someone that goes and fights.
2: Oh, like there a little
0: bit, yeah. Like, was there
2: weight class?
0: No, 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 no. At one fifty five, yeah. At one fifty five, like how I'm a, I'm CES's guy. I'm signed under CES. Yeah, that's exactly. That's why. That's why I said his name, because he is yeah. their guy. He is. He is. Yeah. He is there? That's it. That's it. Nothing more. Nothing less than that. Nothing to read into. It-
2: and but, that that's that makes sense though. That would be a cross promotion that would work. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Hundred percent. I'd fight him. That I, would be a good one. I, I think I would. He, I think I would bully him. I was just I just um, was at the event last week um, on Saturday, and he had a pretty big, pretty big brawl. Um, like just back and forth. His face looked like he a balloon. Fought? Say that again. He just fought. Yeah, he fought uh I think his name's Jacob Bond. He fought he fought him um yeah, he fought him last Saturday and there was a um another one with Lionel Boogs. He he was part of CES at one point. Uh huh. Um this guy, Joe Penafiel out of Orlando, he fought him. I know Joe, um, Yep. And uh God, um Peter Barrett's been the name for cage tightens for a long time yes uh, billy goff just took the title down there so um now he's fighting for a title with you guys yep and i was yep. uh, i was told by a fighter the other day uh, last saturday and he's like he's a belt chaser he's 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 looking for any belt that's coming around and i said i don't blame I respect,
0: him i respect that i like billy i like billy a lot I've, uh we've cross-trained together a couple of times. Um, Really nice guy, good training partner, nice
2: guy. Oh yeah, he's a he's a wicked chill guy, and it was funny because, like, he's he about that action. I love it. He's about that he, action. Oh, he's uh, he does that. <laughs> what is it that? Fu- what is his main thing? He like winks at people. Is that isn't that his thing? Maybe I don't know. I think he does. I think he does something like that, and uh yeah, <laughs> Joe. Joe so back to Joe Joe Giannetti beat Jacob on, and the only problem was Joe. I know now, and I forgot about it. That Joe had had missed weight again. He, he missed. He missed by five pounds, and, and so did God. and so did the guy Lionel Young. He missed by five pounds. Both of them exactly five pounds. That's off. I, yeah, from what I remember, Joe also went all the way to England to fight, and he was in they told him to go back because he missed weight there.
0: Really? For what promote mean in England?
2: When was this? This was a a long while back. This is I forget the I think it began with a P, but it, I mean it, it was crazy, like you know like you're missing weight and you know people are saying like it's it's sad because he's missing shots to the ufc because of his weight controlling his weight issues there yeah. but again he's a great fighter i've i've seen him like last week he was putting on a show like he was back and forth he was he looked like rocky too like just all all bust up and yeah you know, he, it, was, and it was a good fight i had no idea he, he even fought yeah, he came, he came, I saw him come to, you know, the bar that they go to after they win the fight, like, or yep, they, right, you know. Right behind the water right there. Yeah, like Main Street, is it like Main Street on the Bay or something? I don't fucking know. Something like
0: that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've been after the, the cards before.
2: Yeah, so it's like, he came in, he was just like puffed up, man. It was crazy. I'm like, this dude doesn't want any medical attention. I'm like, he's just, he's fucking tough, man. Shit, I would have went and laid down. There's <laughs> <laughs> nowhere comfortable to lay down at Plymouth Memorial Hall.
0: No, yeah, no. It's definitely, I would have I gone to my house and laid down
2: there. Um, are, you, are you from near the Plymouth there? Oh, no, you're in Connecticut. I'm sorry. No,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, that's a good, like, shit. It's been a while since I drove to Plymouth. I'm going to say, though, I think it was, like, three-hour drive, maybe three-and-a-half-hour drive. Jesus. I can't really remember. I could be wrong, but I think it was like a three, three and a half hour drive.
2: So yeah, I mean, is that who? If that was a fight you're going for, would you go against Giannetti? Is that your like? If you, let's just say you have, like, you have a fight. Who who are you gunning for?
0: I would fight Joe Gina in a second. Yeah, I feel like I I feel like I would beat him. I feel like I'd be him any day of the week. Also, he was on tough. He won tough, right? He won tough, right? Um, he was on tough. He was on DC. He was yes, uh he DC. did.
2: Uh, he I think he did win
0: that. Yeah, I, I believe so too. Um he was on tough, won tough, and he got a contract to be in the UFC and fight in the UFC. So why wouldn't I wanna fight someone like that with the with resume like that? Um, you know. And I just, I just feel like I'm the better person. I feel like I would bully him.
2: What about Ali? I've heard some things with his, with his game. Ali, uh, Z- uh, Zabian, Zabian, Zabian.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ali, I would fight Ali as well. He's a good guy. Um, we used to be under the same gym, and then he oh, went okay. off. Yeah, and then he went off to his own thing. So he, he's a guy that I would fight. You know. If if it if it got made, if it got made and was like, all right, like we have to fight this guy, we need to fight this guy because um, this is our only like option for a fight. I I would fight him uh, with no hard feelings, but I feel like there's it's such a like a big world out there and so many people to fight. You know, he's someone that was a teammate of mine, so if I didn't have to fight him. I wouldn't just because we were teammates, but if that Mm -hmm. was a fight that was to be made and that was the only option, then it has to be, we we have to fight and the better man has to win, which I believe I'm better. You know, I'm longer than him. I'm just as as explosive and just as strong. Um, You know, but out of the two, between Ali and Joe, I believe they and they and they fought before. hundred percent, I would choose Joe over Ali. You know, he uh, Joe beat Ali. Or I'll give
2: you one more. I'll give you a Peter Barrett.
0: No, that's not that's not really. We're on the same management team.
2: Oh, same management.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're on the same management team. We don't we don't really fight. We, you know, which I agree with Tyson. You know, it was mm-hmm. the same thing I was gonna say with Ali. You know, we're we're not. Teammates, but we're, you know, if, if there's no reason, if it's not for a bigger purpose, like a spot in the UFC, uh, you know, if it's not like a big picture thing, then why would we fight each other? You know, if, if there's a big with a lot of people, um, so, you know, not saying that I've tried to fight people on my management team before, but that's mm-hmm. something that you know, was discussed when uh, when I signed with Tyson, or signed, when I signed with Top Game. You know, it's he's not opposed to it if both parties agree, and uh, you know it's a fight that makes sense to to really elevate someone's career. But besides that, why why even do yeah, that? Why not? Right. Tra- why not? Why not train with each other and and you know regularly get each other better and then beat the shit out of someone else?
2: I respect that. that that's a good point. I respect the hell out of that. And, you, know? you know? Yeah, and I mean, it's like in I think Carlos Candelaria is part of your management team crew, right? Isn't he part of your management too? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen Carlos. We've
0: we've trained we've trained together before. Very good training partner. Very good guy.
2: It's funny. I was telling I was telling him. I'm like, dude, what's with the glasses, man? They're like, it's like his signature. I'm like, dude, like, they're, they're, you're looking like a 1980s like Miami Vice shit going on right there, bro. Yo, I get, but it's no, it's his style. I was like, it's, it's mine, cool, as shit. It's cool as shit. Yeah, Okay, he, hey, he's a he's a good guy. We've
0: we've gotten some rounds in together. You know, we we oh, trained yeah. together. Um, super nice guy. Yeah, super nice guy. And that's that's the thing when it, like if we're all like if we're on the a mutual team together, and we're you know everyone's good and we're all like transcending up. Why would we when there's a big well, we're me and him aren't in the same weight classes, so but I'm still gonna use him as an example. Why wouldn't we like pull off of one another and elevate each other's game equally? You know, yeah. and beat the shit out of people that don't have any aren't on our manager team, aren't like teammates or anything like that. You know, why can't we why can't we take the pie from everybody else? Why do we gotta take the pie from each other?
2: And I think it's funny, it's just like, you know, like that's the thing. Like I said, the MMA family doesn't go just to Massachusetts or Rhode Island or Connecticut. Y'all, y'all can be homies anywhere, you know, like, it's like, you don't have to go to a fucking MMA conference to go to say, Hey, I I'm, I'm in Connecticut or I'm in Massachusetts. Like you want to be friends type of shit. No, you guys go from like, you know, management teams and word of mouth. Like you either like somebody or you don't like yeah. And I respect that. And so here's here's the thing. Like I'm interested is you know in boxing and MMA. The I think one of the big problem is that these judges are not doing their job well. Especially, I mean, Vegas has been having trouble. New yeah. York, California, and not so much Massachusetts, but actually. <laughs> actually there was one at cage titans the one of the judges submitted the card and i guess the rule is i don't know if you know like um, if you submit that card and you literally give it to whoever takes it you can't take that score or person's um decision back like one of the judges who does that
0: yeah once you hand it in it's hand in type of like you
2: hand in your ballot right yeah, so yeah, like they went to appeal. I don't know who won that appeal. It was I'll have to check that. but so what was, I mean, the, what was the like the,
0: the judge handed in like did some wild shit that wasn't even right and handed in a, a bullshit
2: card. So the numbers were identical, like the numbers he was giving uh-huh. for, for the fight. and then he put the wrong fucking name. He He wanted to put he's like he, he thought he was him. Kind of deal, and I'm like, "How can you fucking like do that?" Uh,
0: so he, get, he 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 scored it for the red corner, but gave but actually wrote the blue corner's name
2: down. Yeah. <laughs> so, ah. so you know, Plymouth <laughs> Memorial <laughs> Hall, how loud how loud it can get. People were fucking booing like a motherfucker, and Mike's yeah. like, "Don't worry, like we got this. It's all set." Like, not they weren't booing Paul Ver, they were booing. The judge, they were so pissed. Yeah. But it's like, how well, do you feel a, about... I
0: feel like that's a legit mistake, not a judging fuck-up. That's a legit mistake that should be easily like, no, that was accidental as fuck. Like,
2: like a, a, I, overturn. It was just such a thing, like, you have to... So I think it's if you fight on a weekend, you have mm-hmm. to submit an appeal on the following week on like a monday to go to review to like see the winner like oh shit i made a mistake and then it's like all right well we see the fight that way too like this guy wins yep so i mean there's some crazy shit like that like what do you th- do you think it's a problem going on right now or is it like it's just it's just the way the game works i feel that the i i cannot speak for boxing
0: two reasons. One. I'm not a boxer too. Right. I don't watch enough boxing to, you know, I I, I dabble in, I study some boxing for my own, you know, personal game, but mm. I'm not an avid boxing, boxing fan and watch boxing like that. So I can't speak um from a boxing standpoint, like in boxing matches, judging those. On the other side of the coin, as an MMA fighter, someone that, you know, watches MMA. <clears throat> As well as you know, competes in MMA. I feel like the judging scale is a little bit uh, could be better. I feel it's not always consistent, and they should you know change up how they judge an MMA fight. You know, between the st- stand up as well as like ground game, ground control. You know, aggressiveness on the ground as well as aggressiveness standing up. You know, certain things I feel are kind of like not really you know judge as well as they should and uh i feel like judges need to get a little bit more knowledge to become a judge you know you see these guys that were were fighters like the the dcs the um well Dominic cruz still fights you know um but uh, but more people like that that have a real good knowledge for the sport and, and and can commentate on it but also can judge it better than someone that just took a eight-hour class on to be an official i feel we need more of that um, and if not if not getting higher quality judges then having a couple more judges just for different opinions you know yeah. but I, I that's my opinion
2: i'm, I'm gonna see, go ahead yeah. i don't know <laughs> i i wouldn't want to be part of that game but uh, so what do you think of this card coming up for CES? I think it's gonna be a great card. um Diego Silva's seems like a good one right there
0: yeah it, it's a it's a it's a stacked card, and like the the um the two title fights are really, really good. Uh, Jay Perrin versus um ashi Ashika or whatever how you say his last name? I apologize.
2: And Jay Jay's pretty pretty uh, big in the Cage Titans game too. He still yeah. he still holds a belt, and which is funny because Joe Penafiel just took the vacant one. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see that happen. Maybe he'll come back, or maybe he'll switch over here. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know, but I I feel that's like gonna be a pretty out of all the fights, that's the fight I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to see the most. Um, Cause Jay brings a very good game, you know, great striking and whatnot. And Ashik is is, uh, you know, a tough guy that has a reputation for being able to hit hard and just staying in people's faces. Um, and I, I'm excited to see like how that fight goes, you know, if it gets into the deeper waters, you know, the past, like, middle round three, past round three, like, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm excited to see that. I hope it goes – I hope it goes the distance just so I can see both men show their, their warrior spirit and, and see a sheik like, sh- show something else, you know, show, like, can he sustain a, a good pace? Can he stay in someone's face? You know, when, when he fought Chris Matino, you know, he – Kept that real hard pace in the first round, and then the second round, it was a little bit of a different story, you know. So I, I'm excited as a, like a fan favorite, like yeah. to watch fight. Like I'm I'm a mutual party. I'm not pulling for one over the other. I just think that's a really good fight, and I'm excited to see that.
2: Right, and that's the thing with media too. you Can't be on one side. You got to be on both. Even yeah, you expect another one, maybe a little more. Still got to mm-hmm. be respectful to the other person who may be the winner in a fight which is yeah. hard to do sometimes because you make rapport with some of the fighters. So it's yeah. It's funny like that. And so my other funny question for you is what did you think a new England mixed martial arts ranking of you? You're,
0: you're telling England? me something. I don't know. I, what happened? I got ranked by, by who What's new England mixed martial arts ranking.
2: You are ranked sixth. Okay. Well, and I don't in the lightweight division.
0: That's fine. I don't know who, (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even read too heavily into topology because I feel like that's fucking all algorithms and some fat ass guy behind a computer that's never fought in a day of his life.
2: So that's what I think too. I'm like, how do you know in this one little fucking dot that that is, he's the number one rank in this little dot in fucking Minnesota. Yeah. How do you, how do you judge that? Like, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, New England, New England, what?
0: I'm sorry. I, I've never heard of New England.
2: MMA report. What was it? New England mixed martial arts.org. They're, they're good guys. I kn- I've known them for years. They, they cover a lot of CES and they cover everything, man. They're in Maine and they travel everywhere to go to these fights Yeah. Like, they're dedicated cool. dudes. You should, you them. should meet up. You should meet up with them. Uh, uh Sky Lars and Travis you guys are watching. Okay. They're, they're good yeah, dudes. Yeah. yeah, that's cool.
0: I mean, like if however they however they did their ranking or whatnot, that's cool, man. Sixth is whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about a ranking. Um
1: all that's that matters.
0: <laughs> yeah, all that matters is I'm the best and you know bucket new england ranking like new england's cool but i'm looking at bigger picture stuff so i'll be 300th in new england i don't give a shit about a ranking i also beat the fuck out of (laughs) some
2: so uh, when my final question to you you know i know you got like a, a daughter and i know you got like probably some other stuff going on outside of the ring like what an octagon what uh Like, what's your future besides uh, MMA? Or is it just, like, this is your, like, this is your bread and butter. You're going to stick with this until 40 years old and nothing else. My brother, I am a very,
0: very, very straight and narrow, obsessive personality guy. And I devote nothing but my time to, like, all my time to this. Um, this is my full-time job and I don't cut any corners with anything when it comes to training or mixed martial arts or fighting or whatever Um, you know even like when it comes to spending time with my daughter and whatnot and my training and everything comes first before that because I love my daughter but at the end of the day my success is her success and Changing my stars changes her stars.
2: That's so, awesome. I, uh,
0: I'm a fighter through and through. And um, I got bagging groceries ain't it for me. <laughs>
2: me neither. Fuck that shit. You gotta- <laughs> Fuck that shit. Uh, I'll no. die before that happens. I'll be like, you fucking piss me off and your bread's at the bottom, motherfucker.
0: Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man no mm. this is my this is my thing this is my thing i'm i'm a i'm a fighter i'm nothing else I eat sleep and breathe fighting twenty four seven you know to the point where yeah. my daughter's obsessed with fighting not because I push her to be but because I'm so engulfed in it and wrapped up in 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 the sport and just in in combat and bettering myself that she sees it so you know She's always, you know, sees me at the gym. I FaceTime her. She sees. She knows what the the ceiling of my gym looks like. Where I train at. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, dad, pow pow. She, you know, she knows how she can kick. She can punch her. She has her own gloves. She she loves like fighting, like combat, because she just can get my energy off and, and sees how how good it is and how much I love it. How you know invested I am. So she's gravitated towards it. So I don't do anything else. Um, I don't go out to the bar, I don't hang out, you know. I I train and I recover and I eat and I sleep and breathe fighting. That's it.
2: That's awesome. So if so if one of the kids one of the other kids at her birthday party when she was three pisses her off, she'll know what to do.
0: (laughs) She already fucks kids up. It's 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 gonna be a problem, but I don't give a shit. (laughs) I don't I condone it. I condone violence.
2: That's okay. That's all right, man. So Eddie, where can where can anybody follow you at?
0: Yeah, so uh, Eddie George underscore MMA. That's my that's my handle on Instagram as well as Twitter. I don't really get on Twitter that much though. I Twitter don't have a. Sucks. Yeah, I have it, and it's like it's too hard. I don't I don't want to fucking tweet shit. Like I tried it one time, and I was like, this is not me. This is not. I'm trying too hard. I'm not being authentic. Um, so I just have, and I don't use it, but Instagram, you could find me, follow me, uh, interact with me there. E D D Y George underscore MMA. I spell my name a little bit different. Um, but yeah, Instagram is pretty much the best spot to find me. Facebook. I don't fuck with too much drama and politics.
2: Same, same (laughs) Instagram has been my new game into this. Like I said, like the MMA world like has showed me a new passion of what I like. I was a big hockey fan. Yeah. I'm a big hockey person, but... I can tell by top screen. I I noticed uh, that. Oh, you do? You noticed that? Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, what? (laughs) No, no, don't be sorry. Shit. If you're passionate about something, you're passionate about something. That's cool. No, but like for real, like I've always loved boxing too. Like I've known boxing almost my whole life and you know mma is like a new respect and love in itself like you know just watching this stuff like the, it's like there's an art to it like this mm-hmm. guy has his own control and his own ability this guy has a different ability it's just yep. whose ability is better in this game of chess you know are yep. you a pawn or are you a king yep. so, Don't yeah shit. so yeah so so eddie um Hopefully I see you soon somewhere on a card. And hopefully, Back. well, it's definitely will be CES. And uh, I guess uh-huh. I'll just sit next to you the next time uh, the British fields come and I'll just eat something next to you. So so Jimmy doesn't tell me, you're going to fucking eat something? Uh, yes, yes. I'm sorry, sir. Like, yes, <laughs> like sir, you yes, said, sir. you think it's like a mob scene, like a mob situation, but it's like Jimmy Jr.'s like, Hey, how's it going? How you doing? That's it. That's the Italian. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) can't help it. Well, Eddie, thank you for joining the show, and um, we'll keep updates on you, of course, and you know where you'll be fighting and wherever. So, come a little close this way. I don't want to go to fucking Hartford or Springfield. (laughs) Oh, I thought
0: you were literally telling me to move over.
2: Yeah. No, 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 no.
0: no. (laughs) You got it, bro. I'll see what I can make happen. I'll, I'll, I'll try to put it in the word and say, hey guys,
2: come a little Actually, closer. Late, uh, Twin River is perfectly fine. That's like. Where are you located from, at again? Where, where are you located? Bridgewater, and, Massachusetts. Math, mass, 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 Bridgewater, Mass. Okay. So like 20, right. 20 minutes from Plymouth.
0: Okay. Oh, shit. No wonder why you do Cage Titans. Is it because <laughs> you're close or you like it? Which one is it? Say that again. I said, no wonder why you, you commentate at, at Cage Titans all the time. I said, is it because it's close or because you actually really like it?
2: I love it, man. Like, it's I'm such watching, a family app. <laughs> <laughs> I like CES, too. It's just yeah. so fucking far away. <laughs> no, but, I get it. I get it. But, I get yeah, it. They're, they're good peoples, too. I like them, too. But if, if there are things at fucking uh, at Bally's, I might just go there, too. might try to cover that event, too. Yeah, man. March 4th. Yeah, March 4th. But yeah. Um, yeah, Eddie, thanks again. And um, we'll talk again. And we'll and if your fight's coming on, we'll have another interview. Fuck yeah. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: You know, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. It was a good talk. And uh, 100%, let me know next time you'd like to have me on. I'd love to do it again with you, for sure.
2: All right. Sounds good, Eddie. Thank you so much. You got it, brother. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too.